I believe in divine timing. I believe that the right people, information, wisdom, guidance, heck, things arrive when we're ready for them. I believe that owning our own truth unconditionally is the path to not only create a fulfillment, but more wild success and abundance. This isn't only a podcast to help you get strategic and master the position of success. It's a declaration to share the truth. It's a commitment to keep going to make it happen no matter what. It's an activation and invitation for me, for you, and for us to play a bigger game. So my question for you is this, do you really want it? Do you really want to make your dreams come true? Do you really want to become a six-figure coach? Welcome to the Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I dare you to get ready to show up, boss up, and make it happen. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am so excited to be here with a guest today, the amazing Amber Hagberg. I hope I said that last name wrong. I really, really love that Amber is here and this is gonna be a really cool conversation. I can feel it, but Amber and I haven't actually known each other that long. We just connected through the lovely Instagram. As we know, my community is widening and beautiful Amber came into my world, I came into her world, and I really, really vibe with what she's doing. Um, Amber is a life and a business coach, and I'm super, super excited to be diving in with her today about business, life, highs and lows, how we're passionate about things. And one thing that I really love about Amber is that she believes that heartlet leaders are going to change the world by creating wealth from the inside out. And this is something that really speaks to me personally, because I believe that our insight, how we feel inside is a reflection of our external environment. So I'm, I'm super thrilled. She has a ton of experience. you got to check her out at Amber Hagberg on her Instagram and see what she's up to. But Amber, welcome. I'm so, so stoked that you're here. Mm, thank you so much, Teresa. I love that word. We just met on Instagram and we're both in Costa Rica at the same time. I'm really excited to see where the conversation goes. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, you're so welcome. So like, I am dying to know you live in Costa Rica, you have your coaching business, you you are clearly a heart led leader, but like, how the heck did you get here? Like, let's talk, let's talk about that. I want to know, tell me your story. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I started out like a yoga retreat facilitator, a yoga teacher trainer facilitator. Living in Colorado, I had this desire to move to Costa Rica and lead retreats. Um, I met a boyfriend, he brought me here, heartbreak, disaster, like who am I? What is my purpose? Why am I even in Costa Rica? Traveled the world only to accidentally end up or not accidentally end up in Costa Rica again. And she just keeps calling me back. Like every time I think I'm going to move to Bali or I'm going to travel and be a nomad, like something calls me back. And after the global pandemic, she called me back. I had nowhere else I could go. I fell in love. I got married. I had a baby. And so here we are. Oh my goodness. I love it. You know, one thing that really, you mentioned this a few times, you said she called me. That was a calling. What does that feel like to you? When I left Costa Rica for the very first time, I felt like I'm leaving a part of my heart here. 
And I think that like Colorado gave me the roots and the foundation of like, I know who I am now. What do I want to do with it? And living in Costa Rica, it's just opened my heart. It's opened my heart in the way of like connecting deep into the voices. Like, you know, you ask God for a sign, you ask universe for a sign. It's like Costa Rica is constantly showing you and reflecting back to you, like where it is that you're meant to go, where it is that you're growing. And it's just like, we can get so busy, especially even being entrepreneurs, taking the hustle culture with us do more to receive more that when you slow down the messages are there sometimes they're crystal clear and sometimes it's just a whisper but it for me it's a feeling of like I'm at home and as a nomad that was traveling around country after country it's like it doesn't matter where I am it's like how can I be at home with me with who I am oh my god I love that so much I mean you're like speaking my language right now because I was like like I literally just had this like big realization that I've been dismantling like traditional pillars of stability in society, being married, having a like stable home and address, right? Like a place that I called home, like I owned um, my home and like some of these things. And I'm literally now it's me and my two bags and I go wherever I go and wherever I flow. And like, you know, I'm heading different places and, and like now I'm here, but I was just in Argentina. And so I've been thinking a lot about um, the sense of belonging and what home means. And I always say like home is where my heart is. And so really home is where I am. And it's the internal sense of belonging. And I love what you said around the, the messages, the feeling connected, the listening to the voices and I feel like it's the the deep true voice our soul voice versus our ego talking and it's sometimes difficult to decipher between the two um like not gonna lie like I feel like this is the ongoing work you people like sometimes we hear a voice it might not be the voice we should be listening to but um yeah it really speaks to me and it speaks to me what you said about Costa Rica because I feel like I've been in sort of like a like this week, like a lot of space opened up. I've been on my own and um, a lot of things came through that clearly I was ready to like deal with, you know? And I was like, okay, like there's space, like, you know, time to process some of these emotions and take up space and and do all that. But I love that um, you found a way to trust that voice and it led you back to Costa Rica and it led you back to, love again surprise <laughs> yeah, so it, how has that how has that been a reflection of what's happened for you maybe in your business can you tie that in a little bit for us because I feel like people will really relate to that uh-huh when you listen to that inner voice it gets stronger the more that you listen and I think that we have both voices right like the what if this is the message and it works out and the what if this isn't the message and it doesn't work out you know and it's like which one of those do you feed and I was in a 10-day Vipassana meditation and I had this vision um, that I had told my ex-partner I had a baby um, and we had a miscarriage. And when I got out, that came true. Like I had never been able to get pregnant before. And I like seen my future happen at this meditation retreat. 
And so he was always one foot in and one foot out. And when he pulled out at this time that I had just lost the baby, that was like, I took my power back and I was like, goodbye. I'm done. I'm leaving. Let's see where we go. And so me leaving him was the catapult of my business taking off me traveling around doing retreats in Bali and India and Australia and really letting that nomadic spirit fly. And I always stayed small, like I'll do whatever you want. Let me do what we desire together. And so leaving him, I found who I was. And then returning back to Costa Rica, I knew who I was. I had this business. Things were going really well. And then I fell in love again. And now this love is so different because I don't need him. And I get to put my energy into my business, my baby, and I get to hold my baby and be like, I don't need these things to be happy. It's like, I know who I am that, like you said, home is where my heart is. Home is where I am. I know that like I'm whole on my own. And so coming into my business, it's like, I no longer need my business. I didn't have boundaries before I had a baby and a family. And now that I have this and this, I'm like, okay, no computer at these times. And it allowed me to separate the two. Whereas like I poured all my passion and all my heart into my clients and into my business. And now I have two things that I love so much. And it gave me the ability to be like, okay, boundaries on times that I connect with clients, boundaries on times that I'll do calls. And now I get to have both where I don't know if you have ever read the book or anyone listening has ever read the book. Um, it's a big leap and you upper limit yourself. That's what I did when I fell in love. I was like, oh, I can't have a thriving business and be in love. And so my business took an income dip. It took a client dip. It took a like, who the heck am I? And what am I doing in my business? Because I was like, you can't have it all. And so when I realized I was upper limiting myself, it's like now here I am a year later and I was like, oh, you can have a business and a family. And so for me, it's like really wanting to show women like you can be a nomadic spirit and like travel the world with your child and run a business. Oh my God, I love that. I have not read The Big Leap, but like, I feel like I'm like living your life a few years ago. (laughs) now like in terms of you leaving and the nomadic spirit and all of that stuff but I love what you said about like the upper limiting and I I talk about a lot about like us playing small you know in our businesses and really like it's like I always say like what we limit limits us so if we say I can only have this or I can only have that well then again right like that's your belief system that's a reflection of what you're going to experience on the outside and then we kick and scream and we're like why is it not working (laughs) but really it's it's this beautiful awareness and realization to be like hey actually I get to have both I get to travel and have a family I get to be in love and in a loving relationship and have a really thriving successful business like we get to have both like you get to have it all but it's going to come with you making some choices and decisions. And I love that you brought boundaries. And, and that to me comes back what you said about knowing yourself. Because when we don't know who we are, when we don't know how, how um, capable when we are, when we're not believing that what we're providing is enough in the time frame, sometimes we're providing it, then we're always bound to, to feel this need to overgive to show up past the times when we're tired to to not really listen to our own well-being and what's the best for us and consequently we experience things in our life that are not that pleasant ultimately and struggle and the struggle story is what so many of us live and 
limit themselves with because they say I can't have success I can't have a family I can't have love I can't have unless I struggle and so we get stuck in that so like I think this is so cool but when you talk about like knowing who you are was there something a practice that you could maybe share that really helped you to really step into that more and trust that you know who you are and you don't have to always you know like up level to become someone else like that is something that I actually just had a conversation with client with a client about and I said you know I would like you to stop focusing on who you're becoming and on who you are right now because the person I see is more than enough to have a thriving business because sometimes I feel like we keep looking out and out and out and out and it's like stop looking out, stop looking like, you know, look in the mirror and be like, who the fuck am I right now? And what am I capable of? Not, you know, like the the next layer of who you are always comes, I find. But what did you do to get there? Like, I, I feel like it's a juice. I want the juice, Amber. Yeah, I think what you just pointed out is like, if you think it's when you become that you're going to have, you're in the cycle of chasing the next thing. And so when you arrive there, you're already at a different level and state of consciousness that you desire or want to become something else. And so something that I'm just sitting with is like, I always desire to be a mother, to be married, to have home, land in Costa Rica. And now that I have all those things, I'm like, oh, but this version of me that I had to become who I am today already desire something else. So it's like, how can you own who you are today? And in those moments, what I was doing was being grateful, grateful that I had a healthy body, grateful that I had a morning meditation practice, grateful that I was journaling. I would even be like, I'm so grateful. I have a car that runs. I'm so grateful that I have clients. And I would get so small into the things that I was grateful for in those moments. Even when I had a deep heartbreak, even when I would drive down the road, bawling my eyes out, I desired these things because when you're going through a heartbreak, it's such a thing to like this vision that you had and you held with this person. There's an ego death. There's an inner death. There's, you know, your heart is, there's a slash through it. And so I was finding gratitude as the go-to practice. And then as I was like, okay, do I really want to eat these foods? Do I really want to live in Costa Rica? Okay, I'm going to travel the world because that's what I always wanted. And I just started to do the things that I stopped doing or didn't start doing because of someone else. And I got curious, like, is this the food that I would eat? Is this the place that I would live all the while holding gratitude for the things that I did have, even though I had a heartbreak. And I think as entrepreneurs, we have to be able to hold the duality of like the ups and the downs. And in that heartbreak, it was like, I was dying inside and yet other parts were like thriving. And so when we look at the practices, it's like, I didn't know who I was and not in a relationship anymore. And as I was traveling around that voice inside got stronger and stronger. And I was like, oh, it's because I know who I am by myself and I can travel the world and live in a backpack and I don't need anyone else. And I was so happy in those moments. And then I started to crave anchoring down and being at home and being with myself because you can chase, right? You can start to chase the next best thing. So I came back to Costa Rica and I was like, oh, I can sit with myself. 
Another thing that was really helpful is meditation retreats, 10 day silent meditation retreats and being able to sit with yourself and your thoughts. Meditation is so powerful to witness the 90 thought. We have 60,000 thoughts a day and 90% of those are repeated. When you sit with yourself and you go under each of those layers, you really get to know like what it is that you stand for and what it is that you're thinking. And something that you said like a while back is like certain thoughts that keep coming up. Do you want to give those energy? Do you really? Ah, no, that's not the thought. And we have to learn to sit with those thoughts, which is really challenging at times, especially in a heartbreak. Like, why are you feeding the thoughts of all the things that he was great? when actually, you know, he wasn't great. And we forget, we forget why we make those decisions, right? Like why I quit working with this client or why I quit running this program or why I quit my nine to five. And we start to go back to the things that were great. And it's like, oh wait, but there was a reason you made this decision. And so I think just like meditation, journaling, gratitude, and being able to be with yourself instead of like staying busy, you know, it's like doing nothing and just being allowed me to like know who I was without all the external labels that I had held for so long. I love that. I think that's so powerful what you just said. And wow, I didn't know 60,000 thoughts and 90% are repeated. I mean, I can totally see that. Like I can like, when you said it, I was like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, it, I, I feel like it's also how we realize that um, so much is driven by thoughts we don't even know we consciously have and you don't actually notice the thoughts until you stop. Yeah. And it's like when you, your life is created from our thoughts, you know, what you think you can, what you think you are, you are. And so when, you know, Joe Dispenza talks about breaking the habit of being yourself by focusing on thoughts of who you want to become, but it's not like what you were saying when we chase like who we are, it's like, how can I love where I am, love the journey of becoming just as much as who I'm going to be. So it's like a a mix of both. Otherwise we end up in that cycle of just chasing the next thing yeah and you know what I really love about what you shared is this mix of noticing right like asking like what do I want like what are all the things that I want and I mean I relate to a heartbreak and to making a decision to leave a, a relationship or a marriage or making another big change you know for for someone listening it might be making a decision to leave a job or or being in a big transition or having a loss in, in any sort of other shape or form. But sometimes there's things that are like become a catalyst that cause us to ask the questions. We don't need the catalyst to ask us ourselves this question. Like, what, what do I want? What haven't I been doing because I didn't want to disappoint, disappoint somebody else? What am I not doing because I'm afraid that I might not get it right? Right. Like, but what is it that I actually want? And then the curiosity on top of it, is this actually what I want? Like, is this actually what I want to eat or drink? Is this actually where I want to be? Is this actually how I want to run my business? Is this actually how I want it, how I want to do things? Like this curiosity, I feel like puts a playfulness around the inquiry of the thought, of the thing, of the desire, of, of what we want. Rather than that serious, like, you know, like, what do I want and how am I going to make it happen? It's more like, what do I want? And like, 
curiously like is that actually it like is is that actually it or is there something else like can i play with that and to bring all this awareness forward and then we have the choice to do something with it right which sounds like is exactly what you did right you allowed the things to come through and then you moved with your awareness you moved with your clarity you you chose to travel you chose to be true to yourself and do things that you always maybe wanted to do but something was stopping you before but i feel like when you have the clarity and the awareness and when you've put that playfulness spin on it then there is really only two options you do it or you let yourself down and you settle so we're coming back to right what you said earlier about like the the what you call call it the like upward leap Ah, the leap. so it's like letting go of that like upper limit that you had put on yourself and like going for it yeah it's like now you can be like I either move or I don't and if I don't I'm out of integrity with my own word and my own value and my own desire so if you're wondering why you're not where you want to be like that is like what Emma just said like this is where I would start what you want and then and then the curiosity piece. I love this so much. I, I feel like that's such a powerful, powerful practice. So powerful. And it allows you to, to like, let your mind change when it's playful and you're like, what do I want? It's like, well, that's not what I wanted then, but what about now? And it's like, you break your own type of rules. Like, that's not who I am. That's not what I was. And like you said, like integrity and coming back to like, what are your, your values now? What do you want to value? And our values change as we're growing and becoming. I love that. I love that. And I feel like, you know, this time of year, like we're heading out of November into December, this episode will air sometime this December. I'm so excited <laughs> when you all get to hear this. But um, I find this time of the year, a lot of people ask themselves, you know, what, what do you want? And so I really feel like, uh, like I want to like send this out as an encouragement to all of you listening is, is use a bit more curiosity around what it is that you want and pay attention if that is what you want or if that is what you think you want because someone else or circumstances in your life has put put you that's what how you will look at it has put you in a position where you want to want that is that really true and be curious about that because that is how you really get to the juicy bits to the true bits to the things that feel really true and I don't know for you Amber but for me when I know I know like I'm one of those people that's like when I question something a lot it's usually because it's not quite true but when that right thought comes in I call it a right thought but it's like let's say true thought I feel like that's a better language when that true thought comes in it's like a conviction that's behind it and I feel it deep within my my core like my my like like basically like it's almost like butterflies in my stomach like I feel like activated and there is a certainty behind that thought 
And it can take me quite some time to get there. But when I know, it's like I, I, I know that I'm there. And it also often is for me a thought that I'm like, shit. Really? <laughs> like it is actually not always the thing that like immediately leads to like oh this is epic and yeah I'm gonna do that like it actually also comes with like oh, oh I know I know what I have to do and it's not always actually valley for me it has been the the path I know or the choice that felt comfortable or, or any of that for me a lot of a lot of these big big things that have led to really a huge transformation for me have been things that came with like shit am I am I gonna do this like I'm I'm gonna do this but there was the certainty and the conviction behind it that allowed me to move faster than that fear and faster than that thought and I'm so I'm curious for you what that is because I can only speak for myself but I've immigrated to a different country. I build a hotel up to eight figures. And like I said yes to a job when I thought the owner had completely gone mad offering a job to me. I quit my job to go into my business full time. And then recently left a 16 year marriage, packed up my things and then dismantled my business that was growing and scaling fast because I realized that the way I was building it wasn't actually in alignment or congruent to how I desire to live my life and, and stop taking on clients. And it was fucking hot. Like I've made some big choices from this knowing and being like, oh, that's it. Yeah. That came with hard decisions and riding the lows to be able to find the joy again and find the love again and find the passion again and, and really be like, actually, this is the place I want to be. And it's not always the, like for me, rally, it's the, the comfortable place to be honest. Wow. Like such big decisions. And I, as you were speaking, what was coming through for me is like, you don't know there's curiosity in the not knowing and there's fear in the not knowing and there's desire and like wanting to know. And I think it's like taking action, moving forward. It's messy. It's uncertain. And every single thing that you're doing is bringing you more and more clarity. And once you know, you can't unknow. So it's like ignorance is bliss. And when the answer comes in, it is, it's like, oh my gosh, excitement, butterflies. And then it's like, oh my gosh, am I really like, what if it, and so I think it's in that moment, it's like the what ifs go in both ways, but you know your decision, because if you don't, you have to sit with that every day. And what happens in that is like dis-ease, unfulfillment, and, you know, regret. And when you know, and if you're like uh, committed to personal development, becoming the best version of you, it's brave, it's courageous. And it's like, as you said, conviction, I'm going in no matter what this message came through. Now I have to 
And that is where we grow. And that is how we become. And we think we want to plan our way there. We want to plan how it's going to happen. But it's actually these moments where everything falls apart. And then we look back seven years ago and I'm like, oh, all of this actually had to happen for me to become this person. And those are the moments where it's like, okay, now I know. And it's holding both of those like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, am I really going to do this? What if it doesn't? What, you know? And so it, it is, it's, it's so brave and so courageous and so scary. And it's so exciting because you get to then envision this amazing life. And I like to call it the, the caterpillar to the butterfly. Mm. A caterpillar is never going to choose death, but it has no idea the wings that it'll have on the other side. And I think that for you, that's what you're experiencing. That's what I experienced. Like I was the caterpillar, you know, thinking all of my dreams were ending and everything was dying, but it was actually me becoming reborn. And now I'm in the stage of the butterfly wings, you know, and there always is the butterfly after the caterpillar, but the caterpillar is never going to choose to die. It's never going to be like, I want to do this. But once you know, you can't unknow. And so there's the clarity, there's the confidence, there's the, okay, let's do this. I got to find out. And it comes after we take the action. After. You will never, never know until you have actually done it. Which is so scary, you know, it's like, (laughs) we want evidence now. We're like, I'll do this if. And that doesn't happen. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be here where I am now yeah. if I like living in Costa Rica, you're not allowed to work. Minimum yeah. wage is $3 an hour if you get a job. And so me selling everything I own to move to Costa Rica, I had no idea I was going to become a coach or an entrepreneur, you know, but it was in that moment of taking the action and going to find out. And that's just one example. But I mean, even the listeners here, you can think of ideas in your mind where like, you didn't know it was going to work out until you took the action, until you got to the other side. And I like to look at those smaller moments in the past where it's like, look at all the ways in which it worked out and then go for it. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's, um, it's also this thing where it's like, something I remind myself on and I I ran a masterclass recently called Vala and I was talking about the warrior's path and I was speaking about that a warrior goes into battle not knowing but you prepare for all of it right so this act of selling all of your things this this act of like dismantling of choosing to let go of of whatever it is to let all the things fall away that stop you from being able to get that. It's like the preparation as you go. And then we move with certainty into uncertainty. And you won't know until you know, but when you have uncertainty, everything is possible. Whereas when you have certainty, well, then you have certainty, you have the clarity, you know what it is. So if we're operating from always wanting to know exactly, there is, there is that. And that may feel comfortable, but it doesn't work with anything that's in the future because the only time that matters is now. And right now in uncertainty, anything is possible. 
it's so limited, right? It's limited. Like if certainty is nine to five, I work this many hours, I get paid this much. If I do overtime, I get this and that's certain. But like when we go into having a business and we like desire 5k, 10k, 100k months, you're limiting yourself again when you could actually have so much more. So, you know, when we work with uncertainty versus certainty, certainty is comfortable, but it's limited. Uncertainty is like, there is no limit. It's limitless. And you really get to dream in those spaces and it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I, um, like a big advocate for, and I always like bring this back this time of year, it was just my birthday. And, and I thought about it actually this morning, but I reverse engineer business plans and and really how we desire to live our lives really basing it around how we want to feel and I really believe that the journey that we're on can be in full alignment with how we want to feel because we have access to our emotions right in this now regardless of what you have or don't have yet right like this is the cool thing about our emotions and feelings we can actually build the way we build our businesses and do things based on how we want to feel. So, so we take the action that's in alignment with the feeling rather than saying, uh, but if I do that, I'm going to feel like this. Or if I have this, I'm going to feel like that. We flip the script and we put the feeling fast. And what I have found is that even in uncertainty, even in the not knowing, I can show up in a way that allows me to feel all the ways I want to feel. And I can check in on that. You know, like as I was thinking about it for this year, I was wrote things down like how do I want to feel at the end of 38? I'm like light, loved, supported, like fun, uh, energized. Like it was these words coming through. And then I was like, okay, well, this is great because now as I am showing up, you know, is it fun to have this conversation with Amber? Does it make me feel light and loved having this conversation with Amber? Like is the podcast something that, that feels like that or is it not like then we can really see how we can create a plan for ourselves on being able to show up every day in our life in our business in our relationships in our health in in any area really that matters to you that's in alignment with that feeling and that way you're already feeling the way you want to feel while you're in this uncomfortable uncertain place where then everything's possible. And that to me is such a beautiful exercise that I do, that really helps me. So as we're sort of getting to the end of this, how do you make sure, or how do you show up through this uncertainty that allows you to keep creating the life that you want, the business that you want, and keep the the perspective on the possibility rather than limiting yourself. Mm. Everything that you just said is something that I resonate with. And I talk about a lot because I was as transforming from a yoga teacher. So in the morning and at night, I ask myself, like, how do you want to feel? And I begin to envision, like, if, if it's like, I'm calling in nine clients for my yoga retreat, or if I'm calling in nine clients for my mastermind, I ask myself, like, how do I want to feel in that opening ceremony? 
if I want to have a vacation with my son and I'm going to my sister's wedding, I'm like, how do I want to feel in that transition? Like taking a, a eight month old on the airplane, like what's that going to feel like? So in the morning, the first 40 minutes of your day before you like get out of bed, that's when the subconscious mind is still there. The subconscious mind only acts 5% of our day. And so you can literally create those feelings in your body now as if it's already happening and your mind actually doesn't know the difference of it being here now or in the future. And so the more that you live your desired feelings now, the closer that future is to you. So at night, when you go to sleep, you dream in your mind, like, what is it that you want? So while the subconscious mind is working in your dreams, the universe, the quantum is putting it all together to happen now. And the other thing that I do is I get in the shower and I'm like, it's working, it's all working out. And I just like, I envision it happening and I'm in this feeling of like, what's working out? What are you calling in and asking myself, what is it that I want right now? I see the thing, but I feel it more. And it's the secret tells you, you know, to feel it, to think about it. Yes. And you have to act the law of action. So when I'm feeling these things, I do the things throughout my day that's moving me closer as if. So you get to live your life as if it's already happening. It's like we can get caught in the, I'll invest in this when I have this much. I'll make this decision when I have this. It's like, make those decisions now. Feel the feelings as if it's then, then is already here now. And it's that much closer to you. It's when we wait to take the action that what we desire is so much more farther away. So I do the things, like I think in my mind, in the morning and at night is the most powerful time. And then sometimes even throughout the day, I envision like new Stripe payments coming through, a random client falling from the sky, celebrating testimonials, like letting that come in here and there. But the biggest thing is making decisions as if it's already happened, living my life right now as if it's already done, and then letting myself like feel it in the moment. And sometimes when I'm walking on the beach with my family, I'm like, I remember envisioning living above the beach having my partner, having my business and walking with my baby and my dog. And like, that's what I do now, really. But I already knew this feeling because I felt it in my mind and my meditations. Oh, I love this. It's like, I would recommend to everyone to re-listen to everything that Emma said a few times and make some notes. And then go out and, and then do it. Go do out it. And and then when you write it down and look back you're like oh my gosh like everything I wrote in my journal everything I used to plant in my mind and sitting here today because I have this like evidence I didn't have this evidence seven years ago I'm like now that you know this you know what you're writing in your journal is coming so how do you want to live your life knowing that what you desire now is on its way to you because then when we don't have the evidence there's a little bit of fear right like oh my gosh what if it's like oh no but look at it look at it now and so it's like if you can pull upon the evidence where you've done it before in the past or use other people that you see going through it and now they're on the other side look at that evidence and then you implement the practices because it's one thing for us to listen to these podcasts that are inspiring, have conversations with our coaches, hire a mentor. The biggest thing is action, which is what you had said earlier. It's like on the other side of action is the evidence, is the results. And there's that gap. And a lot of people stay on the comfortable side, the certainty side, 
And then they wonder how other people are living these dream lives. And it's like, well, they went to the other side. And even if it doesn't work out, even if something does fail, Thomas Edison found 10,000 ways to build a light bulb before he built the light bulb. So it's like, it's not a failure. You're just learning. You're just taking action until it happens. And that really resonated with me. And I just shared on my Facebook page, actually, the journey of what is her name? The woman, J.K. Rowling, and what she went through, you know, at 31 was like depressed, didn't want to be here. And now at like 42, she's a billionaire. But it's because she started writing in a time of depression. She started just putting her head into writing on a piece of paper and she didn't give up. And there's so many times where it looks like it's not working and it's just action just keep moving forward it's the secret (laughs) oh my god I love that Amber I feel like we could be talking for hours (laughs) like literally I love this and I feel like this conversation is so timely it's so timely and I love what you shared too and I think that's such an important piece use your imagination you know I think one of the most beautiful things that we have as human beings is we have the power of imagination you can go there, you can dream, like close your eyes and, and see, see, just see, like imagine, like tap in, like doesn't matter if people tell you that you're not imaginative or not creative, like that is bullshit, like that is bullshit, like you have this, we all have this power and it's amazing what you can create when you even just focus some of your 60,000 thoughts you have a day. <laughs> And take a few minutes a day, every single day to close your eyes, even if you put your time on one minute and just imagine, imagine what it's going to be like, see it and then feel it, right? Like everything that Emma just said. Oh my God, Emma, this is so amazing. Um, I'm sure some of my listeners will want to know, like, how can I find Amber? Is there ways to work with Amber? So where would you like them to go? Where is a good place to come find you, connect with you? How can we get more of Amber in our lives? Mm, Thank you, Teresa. And I'm excited. Teresa will be on my podcast. So if you love podcasts, you can head over to Amplified Impact. It's for multi-passionate entrepreneurs really dedicated to creating wealth from the inside out. For me, that's who you become and how you grow and the things that you learn and the experiences that you had, you turn that into lessons, into programs, into offerings and how you lead your community. And when you're able to help other people, you become wealthy. And then the money is a buy product, you know, the impact that you have. And so on Instagram at Amber Hagberg, you can come and find me there. I'm super present. I love to chat in DMs. And if you're listening, you know, you can take a screenshot of this and tag us, let us know your biggest takeaway. And yeah, I love just conversations. That's how I got here. I seen Teresa, I found her page. We started connecting in the DMs and I was like, wait, you have a podcast. Like, let's talk. I want to get to know you more. And she just happened to be in Costa Rica. So I love the magic of social media the conversations that can come through and then the impact that we can have sharing our own stories and letting our lives be an example for other people. And one thing that I tell my clients is like your life story is enough evidence that you could change the world because look at where you are today based on everything that you've gone through, that you've been through. And that is your biggest asset is like your life experience. Oh my God. I love this. Amber, thank you so much 
so, so, so much for being here on the podcast, on sharing your story, on sharing your wisdom. This was such a beautiful conversation. I feel so like lit up and like ready to go for my day. I'm like, yay, this is amazing. And so excited to share this um, with my listeners. So thank you for being here. I can't wait to be on your podcast. All the ways to connect with Emma in the show notes as well. So if you're like, I can't write this fast enough, that's cool. Just go to the show notes, follow Amber on her Instagram, connect with her. She's a fantastic, beautiful human being, bright, shining soul. And yeah, you're going to get to learn a lot from her. So so tap in, take that action, follow her, connect with her. Because again, if if you don't, this will be just another thing you listen to. And we don't want that for you. We want more for you. So this is us both co-creating with you by saying, do the thing. Do, do, go do the thing. Go do the thing. Go do the thing. So this is a wrap for another episode. I can't wait to tune back in and have the most, most epic rest of your day, everyone. Take care. Bye. That's a wrap for another episode of the Diaries of a Six-Figure Coach podcast. I am your host, Teresa Lambert, and I want you to know that if I can do it, so can you. Do you want to get your hands on more tools, strategies, and insights to help you become a six-figure coach? Come join my online community on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching, drop into my DMs to say hi, and don't forget to follow and subscribe to get notified when the next episode drops. Gratitude always for each and every single one of you. Here's to showing up, bossing up and making it happen.